welcome to another fashionably late episode of Two Idiots with a Mic. Yeah, we've been um, gone for a little bit. You know, we made that update, but um, once again, life had chaos. Um, yeah, especially, I mean, spring break happened as well. Yeah. And I feel like uh, even though we said we were we would record over spring break, we kind of never did. We so. Well, things got in the way. Um, do you want to start with your interesting take <laughs> and oh, story? Oh, yeah, 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 I've got this one. So I may have taken spring break a little bit too literally, um, having to do with the fact that I was minding my own business. I was riding my bikes with um, my boyfriend's family. He he himself was not there. But essentially, <laughs> we were riding along this bridge. And there were no railings on the bridge. It wasn't, like, we weren't specifically just trying to clarify. Like, it was a trail. Like, it was a trail where you're, like you're allowed to ride your bike. Like, you're supposed to, like, walk over these trails. Like, I wasn't being stupid. Yeah, you weren't just um, wandering around, like, randomly. Like, I I saw the photos of the place. Like, I feel like... just Well, I don't want to say the name of the trail because I don't want to, like, drop a location. But but it is a legitimate trail um, that you can follow. And we were riding our bikes on it, and we got to this bridge with no railings or anything. And I was riding behind um, his sister, because his sister was there. And, oh my goodness, I feel so bad, but I'll get into into that in a minute. Um, So, I looked over to the right for a second to see, like, I didn't want to be too close to the edge. And um, when I looked ahead again, I hadn't realized but she'd slowed down and I accidentally because I hadn't slowed down because I hadn't realized that she did uh, I hit her tire and my tire was on top of her tire so that made me kind of lose balance and when I like kind of got free from that I hit loose gravel and I drove straight off of a 15 foot bridge and landed on concrete and rock yeah, so that may have caused problems for our recording, you know. Just a little. <laughs> um, um, yeah, uh, so after that, I'll just kind of run through the story. I won't simplify it quite as much as I have been because I've re-explained the story so many times at this point. Um, this happened on the 12th. So basically... As I was kind of going over the ledge, I didn't know how high up the bridge was, so I didn't know how far I was about to fall. I didn't know if I was about to die. I didn't know if I was about to fall 100 feet, 50 feet, a couple inches. Like, I didn't know what was waiting for me once I went over the ledge. So I looked over, and it did end up being about 15 feet So I'm looking down, but still, I mean, especially from, because I was on top of my bike, from this perspective, it looked really high. My brain kind of did that, like, tunnel vision thing. And, um, you know, I went over, and as I was going over, I was thinking, well, this is like a dream, like, in your dreams when you fall, except I actually found out what happens when you hit the ground. I didn't wake up. I mean, I, I actually, surprisingly, I did not end up being unconscious at all 
which is probably I mean some people were like oh that's good and then other people were like ooh that means you felt everything and I was like not yeah. really <laughs> that's kind like, of so how I went I was over thinking. and I was kind of thinking like this might be it because there were like a lot of like really big rocks at the bottom and uh you know I was thinking like this is really happening I'm about to go over I'm seriously about to fall and there's nothing that I can do about it so I went over horrified look on my face I almost did like a swimming motion with my arms as I like flew through the air the bike um you know hit first it landed I believe on top of a rock and then you know obviously that bounced off to the side but I ended up flying off of the bike afterwards and I landed perfectly in between two giant rocks and my arm was slightly cradled around one of the rocks now however um my I want to say around my tricep area that still landed on a rock but the rest of my arm was kind of cradled around it and um you know obviously that was pretty gross uh warning uh some things that I say might be kind of gross and graphic uh but you know it was really bloody but I hadn't realized yet and when I hit the ground I was in so much shock and so confused as to what had happened I didn't know if I was like if I could move or anything yet because I was just so like jarred so startled from what had just happened so um the only things I could say was like help help I can't move even though I I could move I just didn't know um so his sister actually saw me uh right off the bridge and you know her family when they said like when she was yelling like Carafel or Carafel Carafel they thought I meant like my bike just tipped over and like I fell and scraped my knee yeah uh they didn't realize I fell off of a bridge (laughs) so they look back and they're all horrified and they you know run down and come get me Um, and I mean, they like keep my head steady because they don't know if I've like, you know, fractured my neck sort of thing or like what's really going on. So, you know, some of them start calling for an ambulance and, you know, others are like trying to get a hold of my parents and, um, his, their dad actually, um, you know, he, uh, he knows how to handle that stuff for the most part so he was helping me out and um you know I got some water like he was handling me he um you know was making sure I could move and everything and I could move all right at first and I could talk all right like everything was normal um also when I landed my head kind of bobbled up and down and I did get whiplash from that which uh sucked but um basically he was helping me and as I was kind of in shock, I like I started to lose lose my mobility. And all I could feel was like a static feeling in my hands and in my jaw. And then I couldn't move my hands or my fingers or anything. And then even as I was talking, I started to sound drunk. Like I was slurring my words really badly and all of that just because, you know, I was in shock. I didn't, I mean, I don't really remember the pain. I mean, I'm sure I was in pain, but I really don't remember it. And I can only remember about half of what happened. And I 
I mean, I wasn't knocked unconscious. Like, I know that. Like, I, I know that much. But I have, like, a really hard time, like, remembering kind of what happened. My brain has kind of blocked some of that out. Um, at least from, like, an emotional aspect, if anything. But, um, you know, while they were uh, helping me, especially because, like, you know, I had a wait before the ambulance got there. Um, I was in pretty positive spirits. You know, I was laughing and joking around, which made, (laughs) which made his sister like absolutely horrified because she's like, dude, what the frick? You just plummeted off of a bridge. Why are you laughing and like smiling? Um, but I feel like my, my process there was that I, you know, was kind of out of it anyway. And I was thinking, hey, I'm not dead. Why not make the best out of this and not sit here and be miserable? So, um, you know, I kind of did my thing for a little bit. And then I heard the ambulance kind of on the way. And I was like, hey, that's for me. And when I was little, I always thought the idea of being in an ambulance would be like super cool. Um, I could have gone without knowing it wasn't worth it. I mean, I didn't do this on purpose, obviously, but, like, it's not worth it. It wasn't fun. Um, I had, like, pain in, like, my neck and my tailbone and my back and stuff, so they put me on, like, a backboard. I got, like, the the, the neck brace thing, so kind of like a cone of shame, uh, <laughs> um, which, you know, it looked pretty silly. Uh, they had this thing that, like, held my head in place, too, that, like, it was too big, and it kept, like, like, falling down, like, over my eyes, and then I couldn't see, um, I mean, I I couldn't really see much because my head was just, like, it, it had to stay straight because of the way they had positioned it, you know, they carried me up out of the ditch, and they said that they actually carry people out of that ditch all the time, but the park won't do anything about it which I think is really stupid, but whatever. Um, so they get me out. Uh, his dad comes with me in the ambulance because I kind of didn't want to be alone, and I thought I would have been fine at first. But, like, when I got out of that ambulance and, you know, they had me at the hospital, they had me on, like, the, the stretcher, and they had pulled him away, and they were like, oh, we need to get you, like, a visitor's pass and like the doctor has to do some stuff with her first and when they like directed him like somewhere else I didn't realize how much it would affect me but I was like no I I mean I had just kind of been through a lot at that point and then it was even more nerve-wracking then than I ever thought it would be that I was alone in that hospital I mean, I wasn't really alone, but, you know, I felt kind of like I was alone. Um, moving backwards a little bit, because I forgot a couple of details. While we were in the ambulance, I was I was still joking around and stuff. And I have photos of everything from the fall, where I was, in the ambulance, in the hospital. Um, his dad was like, hey, um, what are the odds you think, uh, you think, um, I'm not going to say his name, but, uh, your boyfriend will, uh, use this as an excuse to take off of work. And I said, oh, a hundred percent he will. And I kid you not, he called him and was like, Hey, uh, Kara fell off a bridge. And he was like, Oh yeah, I know. Um, his brother had called him and had told him and he was already on the way to the hospital and like the ambulance hadn't even left yet. 
And um, he said, oh, yeah, I'm probably going to take off work. And his dad and I just, like, started laughing because we totally called it. He didn't want to go yeah. to work anyway. It was just funny. And we were like, well, glad I could be of service to you, you know, just falling and everything. And he had called my other friend. Uh, I can say her name. He had called Taylor and told her about me falling off of a bridge. So her dad... Uh, took her to the hospital as well but they didn't arrive till much later on uh they got me situated in the hospital and then somehow my boyfriend had gotten there before the ambulance and he was waiting for like a good like 15 20 minutes for us to even get there like he was prepared i don't know um you know eventually um, you know, I was able to have visitors. They did so many tests on me. I was not pleased about, like, needles and stuff. Um, oh, that's right. So when they lifted me up from that rock, by the way, that was, like, deep inside of my skin sort of thing. And I was surprised I didn't need stitches for it. But I, it literally made, like, a sound. It was so gross. And it made, like, the squelching noise from, like, Stranger Things. It was nasty, and I could feel it come out of my skin. I was just, like, huh. I got really woozy. Um, moving on. Um, you know, they, like, cleaned up my arms and stuff. I got the IVs. They, um, put, like, the, the cuff on me, like, the blood pressure cuff thing. They, um... Uh, I was so sad they cut off my shirt because I had that cone of shame thing on my neck. So, um, I, yeah, that's a shirt I'll never get back, but, you know, oh well, I suppose. Uh, let me think. I, I gotta think about some of the tests that I had. I don't remember the order of everything. They had an ultrasound for me at one point to make sure that there was no internal bleeding. Uh, they had, I had, like, CAT scans... Uh, I had, like, x-rays, and I had another scan, but I don't remember what it was called. Uh, I had, like, a bunch of stuff. They did a lot of blood work on me because my lactic acid was too high and my heart rate was too high. Um, and they kept giving me these, like, giant bags of fluid to lower my lactic acid, and it just wouldn't go down. So they were kind of worried that there was, like, an injury that they were missing that was causing, like, some sort of internal bleeding or something like that, but they couldn't find anything. Um, well, after that, um, you know, I had visitors, like, every so once in a while. We were only supposed to have two back there, but we brought everyone back there. And the doctor even walked in and didn't say anything to us. I mean, we weren't really causing a ruckus, so I suppose it was all right, but, um... Uh, everything was kind of chaotic. Like, they would kind of come in and then would have to leave because they would have some other test for me, and then... You know, they would come back and then, then they would leave because there was another test for me, like that sort of thing. Um, but every time that, uh, you know, I came back to my little hospital room thing, I would always be like, are they still here? Are they still here? Because I was like so worried that they would leave like without me having a chance to like be like goodbye or something like that because I don't know, like that was really the only thing that was helping me keep my composure uh, because, like, the second that they left and went home, I cried. It just, mm, it, it helped having people there. It kind of helped me be distracted and, you know, just not freaking out. Because every so once in a while, like, me falling off of the bridge would, like, replay in my head. 
and it was funny because you like you could tell when I was thinking about it because my my heart rate would like spike (laughs) um anywho I had like a bunch of scans and stuff they came back I thought my hand was broken the doctor thought my hand was going to be broken and the nurse but they did the x-ray and they're like nope your hand's not broken and I was like okay cool and then um they uh you know they did like the full body scan and they kept giving me these like weird fluids like one of them i don't remember what it was called but it uh it makes you feel warm like it sends this like burning feeling through your body and you can you can taste it it's so strange Uh, and i had that for one of the scans um and that was that was really weird um i'm trying to think uh they, you know, they gave me a bunch of that one fluid, and I don't know. I was not a fan. There was, like, no room on my arms because my arms were all busted up. I landed on my side, by the way. But my arms were all busted up, and there just wasn't really room, so they kept doing blood work on, like, the same spot on my hand, which was getting miserable. Uh, especially because my lactic acid wasn't going down, so, like, they kept testing it, and it's I'm like, it's not changing. Just please, please stop. Anyways, yeah, uh, when I found out I had a fractured rib, you know, my friends had already left, so I was pretty beat at that point, just kind of frustrated, wanted to go home, and I cried about that. Um, oh, when I got to the hospital and they're like, alright, what type of pain medication are we gonna give you? I was like, I mean, I don't really think I need any, and they're like, well, uh, I'm sure you're gonna hurt more, like, when the radiologists are, like, moving your arms all about, and you're gonna be moving all around, and I was like, I mean, I suppose... Um, anyways, I got, like, this kind of, like, medium-level medicine. Like, it wasn't Advil, but it wasn't, like, a narcotic, like, morphine or anything. Like, I got, like, like something, like, a little bit stronger than an over-the-counter med- medication. Uh, I don't know. It didn't make you, like, tired or anything. Or it didn't really have any effects, as far as I'm aware. Um, they, uh... Getting me cleaned up was really funny because, keep in mind, there was, like, a thin layer of, like, mud, but it was, like, all, like, leaves and twigs and stuff, and I was covered in all of it. So, like, them getting me cleaned up was, like, it was a task, and I kept leaving, like, twigs and leaves in the bed, (laughs) and so anytime I stood up, uh, like, my mom would, like, brush it off. Also, it was super sweet. My dad brought me... Uh, the bear that my boyfriend got for me from Oregon and uh, they got me another plushie because like they would go out because like my friends were there and they would go out and like they would buy me like food and snacks and they bought me uh, a Five Nights at Freddy's Foxy plushie too and that was sweet Uh, I had a really good time I really appreciated them being there it honestly made it so so much better Um, you know I was just kind of freaked out sort of thing (laughs) I mean I don't blame you and like before like I'm sorry I cut you off but like I'm sorry you went through that like I never got to actually say that like before this you went through some crap like you gotta understand like that's probably like that was really difficult what you had to go through I bet it was it was physically and mentally (laughs) Um, I, like, I mean, feel bad now about the dog uh, cone thing now. <laughs> oh, no, I thought that was funny. It's okay. Uh, everyone, just to explain, because inside joke here, yeah. uh, essentially, Chloe had 
shown me a picture of a dog with a cone of shame after I showed her one of the pictures where I had the cone of shame on. And, and so I, I, I clarified I'm gonna sound like my a jerk. face onto the dog. <laughs> I'm gonna sound like a jerk now. I just realized. But I meant it in good fun because like both of us were cool with it. Yeah, yeah. So, it was like, I found it, wasn't, it funny. But you know what yeah. sucks? Every time I laugh, my rib hurts. Okay. It's like it's like the twelfth rib. It's like on my side, which makes sense because that's what I landed on. But yeah, like it hurts to sneeze, cough, laugh, and now my friends, some of them like purposely try to make me laugh. Like the other day, I was being tickled, and I was just like, "Help, please!" (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, I I think I know who you're talking to. Maybe if it was during gym. It was not, but he, oh my goodness, I didn't tell you. Thomas kicked me in the ankle today, and it hurt like crap, because he hit, like, a pressure point. Why did he kick you? I don't know, but he kicked me. And also, this is the same Thomas that was our guest, so, you know, reoccurring character. Oh yeah, he's real mean. Everyone knows who he is. He he was our first guest, and he always brags about it The legend himself. Yeah, no. He just showed me a whole list of not to derive from like drive away from your topic here, but he did show me um like an anime list. He sent me a whole thing of it, like a oh. whole actual list of animes to watch because you know like I like some of them, and some of them he recommended I actually wanted to watch like because we talked about it like for a whole nice. hour and thirty minutes, last gym class. That's all we talked about was anime. That's cool. Yeah, because, I mean, you know his drawings. Like, he's very good at, at like, drawing. You oh, know? yeah. He, yeah, he references a lot of um, manga panels and stuff like that. Yeah, he was telling me all kinds of things I didn't know. And I was, like, really, like, not surprised. Not that I didn't think he would know it. But, like, because he's a smart kid, obviously. I mean. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. It was very cool to have that kind of conversation with someone and, like, someone telling you information for once instead of you being the one who tells everyone else about info. Yeah. First, I don't know. I, I don't like the, the like, fact knower, but at the same time, I kind of do. Because it's like, oh, well, it kind of helps someone. And they might use that along the way. Or if they go on Jeopardy, hey, that could be a question. You never know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I don't... Um... Oh, what was I gonna? I forgot like a lot of information about like what was I what I was gonna mention about the bridge. That wasn't you though. Like that was just my brain just kind of scrambled. I guess. Um, also about that too. Like when like I'm I'm kind of curious about how you don't remember certain things about it. Like, do you think it's because of the fall? Because you said it was more of an emotional standpoint. And... I would say more of it is just my brain's trying to block out a lot of how I felt because it was yeah and I mean I get that it was like <laughs> technically I mean I wouldn't say technically it is a traumatic response I mean your body just went through like you know it literally fell off like, a bridge yeah but like when you were falling you were mentioning that you like looked to the side and started like thinking and stuff like that did you kind of have like a like not to say, did you think you were dying? But, like, you know how usually in the films they have that moment before a character's dying and they, like, think about their whole life and, like, what they're going to say? Did you have that moment? Like, well, this is a dumb question. I would question, say that but... I had a lot of time to fall to think, oh, shoot, I'm falling. But I didn't really have a lot of words going through my head. It was, like, a feeling that I had. And it was, like, a really sickening 
feeling. I mean, that's I not. Don't so know how to describe it. It was. I'm telling you, it was really just that realization of like, a, this is really happening. There's nothing that I can do about it. Like, I'm really about to go over the edge. Yeah, and as no. I went over the, uh, the ledge, I'm pretty sure all I said was, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Anyways, um, it was I mean, funny because his sister, um, you know, uh, or sorry, their mom had said, oh, I didn't really hear her make a noise. And their sister was like, yeah, she just made like a little noise. She didn't really. So like, I literally fell off a bridge and I didn't scream or anything. Apparently, because I might have said, whoa, 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 in my head, in all honesty, because I think I just kind of accepted my fate at that point. I mean, like, I don't know what was going through my head yeah. entirely, but apparently I was just kind of like, huh, and fell. I don't, I don't know. I'll have to ask her what noise I made because I'm <laughs> curious. Just, just imagine someone has a video of that. Like you didn't know you were being recorded and it's just you. Like I can imagine you swaying your arms. Like you're trying to like fly or like trying to swim <laughs> going. Oh, she whoa, said whoa, I whoa. went flying. She said I went real far. I mean, like, cause to be honest, you saying whoa, whoa, whoa in that kind of situation, I feel like is actually very, like, fitting for you. Because I feel like if you, like, got hurt or something, you would make the cartoon sound effects or something. <laughs> like, if you slipped, well, you would Okay, so everyone was kind of surprised. I have not been following the rules. The rules that you're supposed to follow when you have a fractured rib, I've been the worst at. I went bike riding again. I went and went on a hike. I've been, like, playing games, running around, like, playing with, like, a hacky sack and, like, jumping around, bending down. Like, I've been doing everything that you're not supposed to do. Tisk, tisk, tisk. I know. And in gym class, it's great because I got a note so I don't have to do gym class for the rest of the year, the rest of the school year, because it takes, like, six weeks for a fractured rib to heal. And, like, the fitness tests are coming up. And she's, like, crunches and stuff. I, I kid you not. She said, yeah, girl, no. And she wrote me a note for no more PE for the rest of the year. Which, Thank goodness. Fine. I'm okay with that. I'm not complaining. Um, yeah, I don't know. It uh, it was interesting. Yeah, <laughs> Not I a mean... fun time. But everyone was kind of like, what is wrong with you? Because I've been, like, walking around. Like, I took Advil for one day after my fall because I was sore that was it but even that day I was walking around the whole day I was on the phone with my friends like messing around playing video games like I was I was out and about like I wanted to be out of the house like I felt like I had total I just wanted to be out doing things because I didn't want to sit there and be miserable when I could be distracted and here's the thing I'll be in pain whether I'm sitting there or whether I'm moving around so why not be moving around doing something that I want to do, probably in less pain because I'm not thinking about the fact that I'm in pain, rather than sit there and go, oh, woe is me. I mean, I do think you should take a break and relax so your body can heal. But I see what you're saying at the same time, because if, like, when I had my whole, like, allergic reaction thing and I was in the hospital and all that stuff, I thought a similar thing. It's like, I'm, like, not that I, like, I don't know. I just didn't want to be, like like almost useless to a point because i'm just sitting there and like in pain so and like i i relate to that so i I get where you're coming from because it would be like i don't want to just be here and doing nothing not occupying myself or anything like that yeah and yeah but i get it to a certain extent i i think i mean i didn't experience what you went through which i 
if that was me i would have probably broke like every bone in my body like i am a fragile person oh everyone was saying that it was real lucky and everyone was surprised that i was walking around i went with uh with um my boyfriend's family the other day too and um we went out to see his brother and it was it was kind of funny because i got there and he was like kara you're here i thought you'd be like dead miserable like not dead but like yeah i get what you mean you know, like, like on the bed like i'm in agony me but, when i wake uh, yeah, up basically no, i was out and about and he's like okay cool glad you're well i guess like what <laughs> i mean yeah no like it's a miracle that you didn't get in worse condition like honestly when you told me that which cl- clarifying i'm not a terrible friend i did not know of this until like literally the next day it happened it's not that I didn't want to visit we you in the hospital. We were selective about who we told at first. Yeah. And now look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, no one's going to worry now because you're okay. You know, you're here. But, I mean, at least now they'll be like, thank goodness you're okay, you know. But, like, I had no clue. And when you told me, I at first, I was like, haha, she's kidding, right? And then you were like, oh, no, I'm being, like, serious. And I'm like, oh, my. Like, out of all people, I didn't think you would get hurt. Like, out of all my friends I know, because, like, I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, it was surprising, because I was like, wow, that, like, this is really happening to me. Like, it, I don't know, it's just shocking. Yeah, no, I get it, because, like, even just being, like, I wasn't even the person in the situation, yet me just hearing it was shocking. Like, I told my friends, well, not my friends, I told my parents. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, they're my friends. But, um, that sounds really sad when I say it out loud. I have more friends, trust me, and they're not family members. Alright, I hate to cut this short, yeah, but we sorry. only have, like, 20 seconds left, if that. <laughs> Alright, thank you everyone for tuning in, and thank you for listening to my really sad story. Thank you for tuning in to Two Idiots with a Mic. Bye, guys! Bye-bye! Glad she's safe! <laughs>